Once upon a time, two men decided if they were making the cut. And then they made the cut. And now JT and Aaron are talking everything from wrestling to pop culture and beyond. Because it's no holds barred. Will you back down, turn and run? Or stand up with the best? No holes barred. I feel like we've started this show like four times, and I've had to hear like you it. sing that song four times, and that's fine. Is that what you feel like? Because that's not what happened. Yeah, that's what happened. Mm. Yeah, yeah. One of us kept fucking up. I don't remember that. You don't? No, that's what happened. Anyway, how are you? Ah, you know, you hear my voice? It's a bit scraggly. Yeah, you sound. It sounds like you look. How about that? Ooh, that's a Not that's nice. a, a a tough blow for me to swallow today. Mm. Mm. So she said. Oh. The this is episode seventy-two of No Holds Barred. It's a big one, Aaron, because yep. we're completing our journey in twenty twenty-one. That's right. And I'm very proud of us because in twenty twenty we set out on this journey mm-hmm. to rank every dirty pay-per-view by month, and we did it. And this yep. year we said we were going to work rank all the workers of each pay-per-view month. And after we complete this episode, we will have done it. I will say it's I, I'm proud of us. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of everything we've done. But this is like the worst month to end on. Right. <laughs> like it's the most fun month when you're a kid. But I don't think I can think of a month that the WWF or WWE cares less about than December. Well, and this only goes to speak, Aaron, to why – I believe in the seasons theory, as explained on Dirty <laughs> War, wrestling above replacement. Um, that when you look at WWE years as seasons, we'd be ending with WrestleMania right now. It'd be much more exciting. Yeah, and as I've always said, um, I think that is very true up to a point. Mm-hmm. But when you get to like 2004, it's all broken. Yeah, I mean, everything's broken anyway by then. Yes, it's uh, not broken Matt Hardy anymore. It's broken Vince McMahon mind. I heard, you heard me, pal. All right, you so if you're me. new here, what we're doing is we've uh, – we, you have pre-built a list of the best uh, – what we perceive to be the best workers in December WWF pay-per-view history. We break them down quickly, and then we rank them to see what are, like, the top – I guess we've got 29 guys this month. Yeah, and we'll uh, take the top 25. We'll, 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 like, I mean, we always rank them all, but right. 25 is our magic number going forward, I feel. And we've only had one repeat winner, right? Yeah, and he won three times. Shawn Michaels, yes. Shawn Michaels. And I will say, uh, I'll give you a spoiler for tonight. He is not involved in the discussion this evening. He's not booked. He's not booked, so he's not going to win for a fourth time. So, Marcus, you can uh, you can take a deep breath. You can uh, get get out of the car, put the keys back, and enjoy the rest of the day. Well, I think part of it, too, is that he uh, was never a SmackDown guy. And December for a while was the SmackDown month. Yeah, and the only match I, I I mean the only match I can really think about think of him being in is in two thousand two with Triple H. Uh well yeah, ninety seven with Shamrock. Yeah, but it's not really anything. Oh yeah, two with Triple H. And then didn't he have one with was it O three with like Batista? Right when Batista was like breaking out? Maybe. That's uh Armageddon O three, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they fought there. But then after that I think he's done because I think it's SmackDown. 
almost exclusively until well now isn't like a leg isn't there a dx match uh, at late like with Jericho or something like a ladder match isn't he yeah in 2009 yeah but but the reason why he doesn't qualify just to give you guys some insight of how I choose like basically what I do is I look at any matches that I have four star and higher and if you've done that you get put into contention so if you've had right. a four star or higher match in the month of December I throw you into contention and we look at all your matches and nothing that Michaels did crack that threshold and yes he did fight Batista in 2003 Got it. Okay, there you go. So I think that's it then, right? Those four? Probably. Yeah, I think so. I believe so. And none of them like the world on fire. And I don't, I really don't like that um, Triple H three stages of hell match. Right. Yeah, that's all right. Like they have like that one SummerSlam match and everything else is just, and I guess the Raw match and everything else to me feels disappointing. <sighs> no, I mean, SummerSlam? That's what I said. The SummerSlam match. Oh, I think you said just the Raw match. I think you said the Raw match. Yeah, yeah SummerSlam both. Raw. Yeah, I mean, probably. Yeah, and they fought all the time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they had good multi-man stuff, but solo, no. Yeah, I guess Tabu Tuesday is okay, too. Yeah, I like that one. Hmm. Um, anyway, so <laughs> for guys out of the list, we're talking a lot about him. But Shawn Michaels will not be on the list uh, tonight. So his, Let's his, make the whole show about him. <laughs> You know, uh, but Sean will end as our as our king because no one else has two, so he can't get tied. So we know he's going to be the the guy with the most wins, sitting atop three. The question will be, can someone get to two here tonight? Yeah, we got to figure out like, does that make him the king, or is there another factor at play? Right. Is it the Olympic rules where the gold medal winners are are the are or decides who wins, or is it is there some sort of a point system to be had? Well, I think. Sean won the most months, so he'll win. <laughs> and then if some <laughs> one of these guys that's already won wins tonight, that would be second place. And everyone right. else ties. To, uh, well, I guess what? Seven other people tie for third. <laughs> all right. Let's keep talking about Shawn Michaels, please. Mm-hmm. Oh, the greatest of all time. <laughs> oh, easily. 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 All right. I'm going to randomize guys. We're going to random the list and we're going to try to tackle this because December is kind of a weird month. You know, it's funny. The last two months of the year have been strange. Like November strange because you have to deal with all the Survivor Series matches. Right. And this one's strange because it's like even as I was punching it in, it was like, oh, yeah, that match. Oh, yeah. Like it, it's almost like it's a completely forgotten month. Right. Which I, I, I would agree with without even digging deep into it. Like yeah. nothing ever really jumps out. Um, there's a couple of matches here and there, but Otherwise, it's definitely been a very forgot month to the point where I think this is the first time since 95 in WWE history. I don't think they're doing a December pay-per-view, right? They're doing the New Year's Day one or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But they're, aren't they doing war games in NXT, right? Yeah, but NXT is not real anymore. But aren't they? They're actually selling that as a pay-per-view, though, right? No, uh, well, I mean, it's just on the network. It's like a special, right? It's like a takeover. Oh, okay. Yeah. So there's no proper WWE pay-per-view special event in december this year they went they're going from survivor series to new year's day that's fine <laughs> no yeah <laughs> that's, 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 i mean you know, i'm wondering if it's gonna become a thing you know like it may be look something I they think, stick with. not to make this an AEW podcast but i think the AEW model of four pay-per-views a year is just so refreshing yeah 
Like, it's like, okay, we get new matches every pay-per-view. Maybe there's a rematch, but, like, everything feels fresh every every four or f- every three months when I get there. I think the network kind of rendered that obsolete for them anyway, Dodi. Like, they're just all specials outside of the big ones anyway at this point. So, well, and, and that's... It was that's different you had to spend, like, 50 bucks on every show. You know, like that... It was yeah, different and, and that's why I don't understand... I don't understand why... They don't take a, bit, a few more chances with because, right. like, look, if you're not selling the pay per view anymore, like, why not? Why not do the whole King of the Ring tournament? Why not do a whole show of Survivor Series matches? What, like, why? Why don't we try <laughs> new things with that? Since since you don't have to worry about selling these pay per views, like, I would imagine people are buying the network, right? Like, right. like I don't buy the network for the new stuff, and I'm sure I'm not alone. But like, I mean, how many people are like, oh, they took a chance on this? No right. thanks, canceled the network. Take a chance on me. Take a chance, take a chance, take a chance, chance. I did uh, talk about this actually in my mailbag last weekend uh, that drops every fourth Saturday in the North South uh, where I go through listener questions. And one of them was uh, from our buddy Ben who said, like, why, why Survivor Series a thing, basically. And I, I kind of got into what you're talking about. Like, I don't understand of all times, like this would be the best time for them to just do shit like that, where they already have so many other shows and title matches and everything else. Why not just do a old school classic five Survivor Series match card? They got the guys to do it. Yeah. And the girls. And build some actual feuds. Like, don't just do the random team thing like they do in later years. Like, go old school and pair up feuds. And here's five faces and here's five heels, but they actually all have issues with each other. And, you know, here's how. So, like, there's no reason not to do that at this point. And something I've always contented with, uh, contended, not contented, contended with, um, Shows like Survivor Series, shows like King of the Ring, where, like, the emphasis is put on winning matches for, like, a a prize or something like that, is that it allows you to build storylines out of your matches instead of getting matches out of your storylines. Well, even what you could do, too, is, like, if if you have all the winners, all the survivors, on the next night on Raw, they get a – they have a battle royal. And the sure. winner gets the title shot at, at the Royal Bowl. Like, something like that, right? Like, so it gives yep. you a reason to win or survive. Like, you, if your team wins, it doesn't matter. You have to survive. If you survive, you get entry into this special match. And you can do a grand finale, however you want to do it. But um, I thought the better Royal work is that then you're guaranteed it's, like, one winner. So you could you do know, that where they all or, go into a battle Royal, and then the winner gets the title match. Or you know what you could do if you wanted to spruce up the December pay-per-view? Is, like, all the survivors... Um, get some sort of a title match at that show. Never mind the battle royal. They get some sort of a title match. So like almost like they it almost gets almost like picked at random. Yeah, random draw. Random draw. Okay, this guy's in the this guy's for the SmackDown title. This guy's for the Raw title. Like I think that could be an interesting concept for a one-off pay-per-view. Yep. Like I think that's what TNA used to do, but then they also had a briefcase where you could fire somebody. Yeah, the feast of famine thing or whatever the yeah. fuck it was. Like like that idea, but done with some sanity. Right. No pun intended. Hey, oh. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I, I think there's, yeah, I mean, there's Ben podcasts. There could be many podcasts on things that they could do to take advantage of the network and other stuff, tools they have in the toolbox that they don't leverage. Things they will not do, ever. So. All right. First up, that's, that's, that's got to be Kane. It's got to be Kane. So his first would be. Uh, well, he wasn't at DX, right? No, he wasn't at Rock Bottom. Right. Imagine how much worse he could have made it. 
God. So 99 is is that a Xbox in a cage? Right. And yeah, it's good. I, I, their matches all solid. Fuck, Xbox incredible. And like we haven't even we've hardly talked about Xbox. I know. Sucks. Like it's just he's just under the radar. Like he's just like he's like the consistent like 3 to 3 and 3 quarter star match guy. He's historically looking back, he's like criminally underused. Like Yeah. He I really think that name hurt him. One, two, three, kid. Ah, uh, maybe. I think if he doesn't have that name, he's looked at differently. Because he was always just looked at as a kid in that first round. He was a skinny little kid. Um, they got lucky. So as great as that moment was, it always like hung on him, I feel like, in that run. And then right. he was better and more established when he came back for the Attitude Era and got used well. But I wonder like, if he was used better those first few years out of the gate, could he have well, been in a different maybe. place? I mean, look, if they just strap, like, after he loses the European title to Shane McMahon at, at WrestleMania in 99, you strap the Intercontinental around him. Mm. Like, he'd be a great champion during that era. Because that's the era where you get Road Dog and Goldust mm. and Godfather and Jeff Jarrett and D'Lo Brown. Like, nothing interesting is happening there. Yep. Throw it on him until he has to job either to China or to Jericho. Yeah, I think he could have dominated that run. I mean, but then you lose him and Kane, which was really good as a tag team. Yeah. Or, or yeah, and then when you get to 2000, he gets lost in the shuffle with Benoit Guerrero. Although he could have been a boon to like that that division too. Like he's in that one four-way match in 01 and it's he's great. Yeah, the problem is by then they had booked him is this weird into yeah. oblivion. Again, we're covering a guy that's not even on the list. Let's get moving. Um <laughs> we got to talk about the click. What <laughs> so about Kane just incredible? <laughs> K2000, is that that's Jericho with the coffee? Is that that one? It's the last man standing. Yes, it's yeah. not good. Uh, oh, one. He fights the Dudleys. I think it's with Undertaker. No, is that Spike? Oh, uh, maybe. Does anyone want Spike one time against them? Uh, I think you're right. I don't think it's Taker. I don't... No, because Taker at 01 fights RVD. He's a heel. That's Big Show. Big oh, show Big Show. Okay, yeah. Oh God. Um it's not good. All right, oh two, Batista. Yep. Oh three, you could take it from there. Triple H and Goldberg. Oh god, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. Uh oh four, he's not at. Oh five, he um it's him and God, who's his partner here? Um he fights um um Rey Mysterio and Batista. Who the hell is his partner? It's going to drive me insane now. Uh, his show. partner, uh, a big show again. <laughs> Let's yeah, just say. go with it. Yeah. I was at that show. <clears> oh, <throat> six, he fights MVP in an Inferno match. I don't mind that match. I like it. It's fine. Oh, seven, he teams with CM Punk to fight Big Daddy V and Mark Henry. God. Yeah. Uh, 2010, he's in a fatal four way. But what gets him on the list is being part of the 2012 TLC match with Daniel oh, right. Bryan and Ryback against the Shield. That's why we're talking about him. And just to confirm, uh, it was Big Show at 05. Yeah, 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 I know, yeah. And uh, 2014, he fights Ryback. I believe that's the chairs match. Mm. So it's a lot of shit, but he's in that TLC, and he's not – he doesn't hurt that match at all. And In fact, I think he's pretty good in it. Right. And, I mean, that's, like, one of the best matches ever, according to yeah. us. Yeah, it, it was certainly, like – yeah, I mean, it's – I they they didn't is that the best of the Shield six man matches? Uh yeah I think so. Well I don't know where do you have it versus the Wyatts? I have it higher than the Wyatts. Yeah 
so yes, I would say it's the best then. Uh, I don't, I don't, I mean, he's one sixth of it. We usually have discounted yeah. that a little bit. I don't, I can't imagine putting him too high. I don't think he's good no. shit, but he like a lot of his stuff is, eh, you know. Yeah. Let's, Let's start at like twenty-two. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Low, like low tw- uh, after twenty, and see where he ends up. Okay. All right. Next, we're dealing with CM Punk. Want me to do this one? (laughs) Chick magnet. Um, The first time we see CM Punk is in the ECW Elimination Chamber. Mm, Great match. (laughs) Now, I don't blame, but I will say this. I don't blame him at all for this match. No, that's just a booking nightmare, all of it. If anything, I think they exceeded. (laughs) When you think of the booking and the way it's laid out, like, I think they exceeded it. Yeah. That's such a weird, unique show. That's the kind of show they should do on the network now. Right. Um, so he, that's that's what it is. The next year is to get with Kane against Big Daddy V and Henry. 2008, he's got a really good match with Rey Mysterio. Just every match he has with Mysterio is good. And then in 2011, um, I think he's got a great TLC match against The Miz and Alberto Del Rio. Yeah, I actually just watched that recently. It's quite good. How did you like, where did you have it at? That one. Uh, I can actually tell you in a moment. Like it felt like a really cool three and a half. Okay. Yeah. I got it at four. So I'm a bit higher than you, but I find the early, early era punk of that title reign Mm -hmm. is really strong. It's only when he gets to the next year where he's really in limbo, where it starts to suffer. Right. I find, uh, but then he, he closes out his December career in a very good match against the shield. Is that the three-on-one? Yes, it's the three-on-one handicap match. But it's very good. Yeah, so, I mean, he's got some good stuff. Yeah, but nothing crazy, right? Like, he's got a better resume than Kane, but he doesn't have anything that touches Kane's best match. Our our, uh, tale is all the time in this project. Yeah. I mean... He's got nothing bad, except the chamber, if we want to ding him for that. Yeah. May just put them right above Kane for now. Okay, we'll see what happens. Yeah, they may rise when you go through the rest of this. All right, Chris Jericho. So, uh, Armageddon 99 fights China. Yeah. Which I believe is, is that the lesser of their matches? Uh, it is, but it's still very good. All right. Sorry, Sirius is the, the better one. Yeah. And then 2000, we talked about the coffee match of Kane. Oh, one, yeah. obviously, is a big night for him. He defeats The Rock and, and Steve Austin in one night yeah. to become the... Unified Heavyweight Champion. Um, 02, is that Booker and Goldust? It's a tag team elimination match. Right, right. It's very good, though. I like yeah. it. 03 is the Trish and Lita, right? Yep. Yep, and that's good. That's fun. Yeah. 04, that's a SmackDown show, so he's not there. 05, he's gone. Comes back gone. in 07, he fights uh, Orton. Yeah, and it's okay. It's good. Yeah, it's good. That was after a big hype to return, right? And that kind of yeah. When he came out looking like uh, blonde John Bon Jovi. Yes, and then isn't that JBL attacks him or whatever? Yeah, like, off JBL's return. Yeah, because then they fight at the um, Rumble. Rumble, don't they? Yeah. Um. All right. Oh eight. Batista fights Cena, so he loses the world heavyweight title to Cena at uh, Survivor Series. Survivor Series, and this is the rematch, but it's very good. All right. How about after that? What's he got? Just got, uh, it's him and Big Show against DX in right. 2009. Uh, yeah, it's good though. 
It is yeah. good. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, he kind of feels a bit similar to Punk, but his stuff is more important than Punk's. Yeah, he's above Punk for me, solely on the back of a one alone. Yeah. Uh, I'd say we put him kind of like 15-ish right now. Sure. I think he could climb, though. Because I really like the Trish and Lita thing, too. Like, that was a really good storyline. Yeah. And the China, he wins the Intercontinental from China, too, right? Like, that yep. is a big moment for him. Yep, that's good. Um, and then even that elimination of two, like you said, is pretty good, too. Yeah, he's and then the Orton match, match is good. The Cena yeah. match is very good. Yeah. All right. I think he's going to rise, but we'll put him there for now. Yeah. All right. You want to do uh, Kevin Owens? Sure. Kevin Owens. So he only makes it on a couple things, but it's still, I don't know, there's still some interesting things going on. In 2015, he's got a very good match with Ambrose. Um, that sets up their, uh, which I think is a really good match at the Rumble between the two of them. Yes, it's like that garbage match. match. Yeah, yeah. S- 16, he's in like an interminable feud with Roman Reigns for when he's universal champion. So that one I don't really like. I think it's kind of boring. 17, he's in a triple threat against Orton and Nakamura. Or is he fighting? Um Orton and, and Nakamura. Is he tagging with somebody in 17? I can't remember now. Okay. I could check while you're going. Yeah. yeah. And then what, what I think really puts him on the line, and I know we don't always count this, but um, I think his 2020 match against Reigns is a legitimately very great match. So where he's the baby face fighting against the tribal chief. Mm. So I think that gives it, that, that kind of throws him into contention. Wasn't what I was supposed to check? TLC 17? 2017. It's not TLC, though. Oh, right. What is it? Oh, fuck, I don't even remember now. Uh, hang on. That's the check. problem with them changing all the... Oh, Clash. TLC 17 was the... That's right. Yeah, that was in the fall. It's the Clash, Clash of Champions. It's him and Sammy against Orton and Nakamura. That's it. Okay. But that's, that's where Shane about. and Danny Bryan were the referees. Oh, fuck. That stupid storyline. All right, but um, the strength of the Reigns match, it's its funny, like his his 2020 Reigns match is great. His 2016 Reigns match is kind of garbage and Ambrose is very good. So that's where we're at with him. All right, I think he's below Jericho. Although I do think the Reigns match is better than anything we've talked about so far. Yeah, but I discount because of Thunderdome and I give Jericho the bonus for the big Austin night. I'm happy giving Jericho the bonus for the big Austin night, but remember, like in the Thunderdome, we should probably push up things that are great instead of pulling them down. No, sucked. <laughs> You're the worst. I'm fine putting him right below Jericho. How about that? Sure, let's do that. Hey, the best friends. <laughs> Yay. All right, what about Biggie Langstone? Biggie. Uh, Biggie has an un- uninspiring match uh, against Damian Sandow in uh, 2013. Uh, it's kind of boring. Uh, in 2015, though, he's at t- he does the t- he has the TLC match with uh, a bunch of other teams. Right. Is that that's the Kalisto one, right? Oh yeah, I was at that show. Yes. Am I crazy thinking it's that one? Uh, I can confirm. But yeah, yeah, match, yeah, yeah. It's the match of the night for sure. Yeah, it's the new day uh, with Biggie and Kofi against the Lucha Dragons and the Usos. Yeah. And that was yeah. an awesome spot. Yeah, so there's that one, which is a great match. 2016 is the bar. That's where the bar wins the titles. And I mm-hmm. love that match. I think it's super good. Yep. 2017, a four-way tag. And in 2019, a tag match against the Revival. So it's a lot of tag work. It's all tag work, except right. for the solo match with Sandow. So 
I mean, it depends how heavily we want to lean on that TLC, but I yeah. think the TLC is not as good as um, the the Shield TLC, so we might want to consider around yes. the King. Yeah, either last or maybe Kane's got some bad stuff, whereas Big E doesn't. Yeah, but I think that Shield match is the best. And I mean, Big E, like, I'd have to rewatch. I haven't seen that in a while. I would assume he wasn't yeah. probably the biggest part of that match. Uh, I love oh, Big E. I'm sure he... cool. well, many years to come, but I think at this point, <laughs> looking at this list, not quite there. Okay. Put him down. All right, Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins, our buddy Seth, oh, he's showing up every year. All right, so 2012, uh, the TLC match. Now, I will argue he's probably the best part of the TLC match. Okay. Um, uh, I think anyway. 2013, he's got the three-on-one with Punk, which is very good. Then he's got a pretty boring match with John Cena in 2014. That was the fallout of the Sting Survivor Series garbage. Right. And then in 2018, a really boring match with Ambrose. This was the Ambrose where Ambrose was the heel mm-hmm. and he hated the fans. So how much credit do we want to give him for that TLC? All right. So we're looking at the Kane baseline, but he doesn't have as much crap and he was a bigger part of the match. Sounds like yeah. he's probably but punk. Punk? Punk might be a bit low, but we'll see. Because he's got the TLC match, which is great. He's got the Ray match, which is very good. And he's got the Shield match, which is good. So, yeah, he's probably ahead of Punk, but we might have Punk low. Right. Well, yeah, I, I have a feeling these are all going to come up as we go. Right. All right, so you want to put him one ahead of Punk for now? Yeah, let's do that, and we'll see how it kind of... All right. Dolph Ziggler. Oh, Dol- see, Dolph is a really interesting one mm. in 2000 in in December. So, yeah, it, yeah, he's he's really quite good. Um, 2010, he fights uh, Kofi and Jack Swagger in a triple threat. It's it's very good. 2011, he's got the great moment with Zack Ryder. Yes, Zack Ryder wins the U.S. title, but I think the match holds up really well too. I think it's a very good match. Yeah, TLC, it's not bad. I went, uh, yeah, I went three, so pretty good. I'm three and a half. Got. I liked it a lot. I think I maybe pushed it up for the moment. 2012, he's got a great TLC match with Cena. He like he beats him with a super kick and then climbs mm-hmm. up and grabs the thing. But it really felt like he was like moving up right. the card at this point. 2014, I thought a really great ladder match with Luke Harper for the Intercontinental Championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2016, he fights The Miz in a good match. And in 2017, he's got a triple threat against Baron Corbin and Bobby Roode. And it's very good. That's 2017, excuse me. All right. So where do you have on the Rollins-Kane group? I think he's ahead because he's got two of what I think are great matches. Like that Cena one's great, and I really like that ladder match. All right, so Owens. Um, he's probably ahead of Owens, too. Jericho? Match-wise, he's ahead of Jericho. I think. Right. It's but just there's no follow-up. moment, yeah. But then again, there's not really a lot of follow-up with Jericho. Yeah, but that night made him... 
whether they followed up on it directly or not, he lived off of that, beat Austin on The Rock. It did make him officially a main eventer, even if they don't make him the man. From there, he's always looked at as a guy that could be in the title picture. Yeah, but he's like a lower guy in the title picture. I mean, I feel like we spent this whole project with me mm. propping up Chris Jericho. And now we're gonna now we're gonna push him down. But like like you know, after that run, he shunted to the mid card till two thousand five. Where he gets yeah, but another even then run. he would pop up and down. Like in 04, he's with the big dogs versus evolution. You mean know, like he's always like in the mix where like he could be used yeah. in that role. Well, I mean, look, then let's contrast with Ziggler, right? I know Ziggler is not anything now. But, like, in 2012, he was the Money in the Bank holder. He beats right. Cena, which was a huge deal. He lasts forever in the Rumble. He he wins the title the night after WrestleMania, has the great feud with Del Rio, then he gets hurt. Like, he does use that win to propel himself forward. And we're not even talking about his best match, which I think is the latter match with Harper. Right. All right. I mean, if you feel like he's ahead, I'm, I'm okay with it. I can go with it. When I think of December, though, I think of Chris Jericho. So maybe put him one below Jericho. Okay. And we'll see if we rearrange it. All right, tell me about the Usos. The Usos. 2014, a good match with Miz and Mizdow. 2015, the TLC with the Lucha Dragons. 2017, in a four-way tag match. And in 2018, a triple threat match with the New Day in the bar. It's all good. It's all fine. But... They qualify because they have a four-star match, basically. Right. All right. So are they down in the... What do you have versus Big E? Probably higher than Big E. Kane? No. Well, do we want to... How much we want to reward? Nah, no, Kane is not just TLC. He's got the cage match with X-Pac. Right. Then he's got yeah. the bullshit with Triple H and Goldberg. I think right below Kane's fine. Because right. they don't really have that one big one that's going to pop. No. Uh, all right. The Miz Bulldog. Do the Bulldog. So he uh, obviously has a great match at In Your House 5 with Bret Hart. Fantastic match. One of my favorites. In 96, he's with Owen against, is that the uh, Razor and Diesel? Fake Razor and Diesel? Yeah, he's fighting the frog. Uh, and then 99, does he fight anyone? He doesn't fight one person. He's in a triple threat oh, with that's Val Venus, Val. Okay. Elo Brown. Right. Which is whatever. Not good. And that's it, right? Yeah, It's all in the strength of the Brett match. Yeah, which I have like very high. Yeah, I have it at four and a quarter. I really like it, but... I think I'm even higher than that. Oh, you are. I know you are. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like I'd have him above Owens. So yeah, you let me look at Owens. Well, yeah, because you're not discounting. You're you're throwing away the Reigns match, which is fine. Um, <laughs> I'm not throwing it away. I'm just not. I don't care about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's fine with me. But I don't think he passes Ziggler. No, I'm okay with that. I think below the Jericho Ziggler line makes sense because he's really just got okay. the one match. He would need like a second one to go there. Right. Okay. But that match is great. Oh, yeah, I love it. I love the match. All right, Ryback. 
<laughs> you know, we haven't talked about Ryback in this whole project. No, it should have stayed that way. It's probably fitting. But it's because he's in that stupid uh, TLC match. Yeah, like he's br- uh, yeah, he's in the TLC match. And then in 2013, he's in a four-way tag as part of Rybaxel, mm. which is, it's good. And then he's got the chairs match with Kane. So it's the TLC match, an okay tag match, and then a boring chairs match. So the question is, where is he versus the Usos and Big E? I think it's easy to forget that he's probably the most over guy in that TLC match. Right. Which is crazy because Daniel Bryan's in it, but like, but like they're chanting for Ryback the whole match, and he does a really great job of being like the killer in the match. Right. So above Kane, Kane has the cage match if we want to do mm-hmm. that, but he's also got some pretty bad stuff. So yeah, maybe above Kane, below Punk. Yeah, I can get with that. Okay. All right, SOS. You hear them shout, Dad? 2009 is his debut, and that's the match with Randy Orton. The three and a quarter star match for me. 2010, he's in a ladder match against Dolph Ziggler and and, uh, Jack Swagger. It's very good. 2011, as part of Air Boom, he fights the Cologne. It's Air Boom at that point, right? Yes. Yep. Just watched it. (laughs) It's fine. Two star match. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I got a two and three quarters, but whatever. We're, we're on the right track. Uh, 2012, uh, got some bad news as he fights Wade Barrett. Fine match. 2013, The Miz, a nothing match. But it's 2015, he's in the TLC with the Lucha Dragons. 2016, he's in that match against The Bar, which is great. 2017, a four-way tag, which is okay. 2018, Triple Threat, Bar and Usos. 2019, very good match with The Revival. And then in 2020... He's got a great match with Xavier Woods against the Hurt Business. Right. All right. Um, so nothing touching Ryback, right? But Not a, he's got more. He's got more and nothing's bad. Right. So it feels like more like the Punk Rollins tier to me. Yeah. And I like the Punk and Rollins stuff more than anything that Kofi okay. has here. All right. So let's put him right after them, above Ryback. Hmm. Damn it, Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre. 2017, he comes up and fights Finn Balor. Uh, oh, sorry, I got to go further back because I added him lately uh, after. In 2009, he fights John Morrison in a good match. 2012, he's in a sh- he's in the six-man tag. That's with the um, – is that with the Brooklyn Brawler? It's 3MB against The Miz, someone, and The Brooklyn Brawler. Right. Where's that? Yeah. Yeah, it's in Brooklyn, right? Yeah, it's in Brooklyn. Yeah, that's it. Okay. That's right. It's um, <laughs> what, a, what a crazy match that is. The Brawler, <laughs> The Miz, and Alberto Del Rio against Jesus 3MB. Uh, but he's got nothing there. And then 2017, he fights Finn Balor in a good match. But then in 2020, I know, he's got a great match with AJ Styles for the championship. Mm. I hate the fucking Thunderdome. I know. Uh, but he was a good champion in the Thunderdome. He was. He worked his ass off. I'm not going to take away from it. Yeah. All right. So where's he versus Owens? Because they both have like a great Thunderdome match. Um, I think he is a tad below Owens because I think the two great Thunderdome matches kind of wash. Although I probably like the Drew one more. 
But Owens has the 2015 against Ambrose, which is better than anything um, Drew has. Okay. All right. So right above Rollins. Oh, wow. That went above Rollins. eh? That's how it crumbles. We can switch it if you want, if you want to put Rollins between them. No, because Rollins has that shitty Ambrose match. So I'm happy to have have it that way. Okay. All right, Kurt Angle. Your boy. Debuted in 99, or earlier, that year, Survivor Series, that he fights Blackman. Yep. Weird one. <laughs> 2000 is the uh, Hell in a Truck match. With all the great superstars, which is a great match. I love that match. I think that match is great and very underrated. It's a lot of fun. 2001 is... Trying to blank. Oh, is he part of the... He fights Austin, right? Yeah, he fights Austin. It's very good. It's probably the worst of their matches, but it's still very good. O2 is Big Show. He wins wins the title. title. Yeah. O3. Right there. Not there. Oh, four. Fights twice. He fights Big Show in a boring match, but he also fights Santa. Oh, I'm sorry for the Santa beatdown. <laughs> and then he's. Oh, uh, no. Yeah, he's gone. Okay. Yeah. So this is really on the back of the Hell in a Cell? Yeah. Well, no, Austin match. Like the Hell in a Cell. I mean, what what are your thoughts on that? Like, I really think it's a. It's tremendous. Yeah, match. I haven't watched it forever, but I would guess I'm like between four and four and a half, somewhere in there. Yeah, like I'm at four and a half on it. Yeah, yeah. Like, of the matches we've talked about, it's probably only the TLC with the Shield that's higher than it. But again, he's one of six in there. Right. But he is kind of the crux of the story. That's true, because he's the champion. Um, and he doesn't have anything bad either. December is a weird month. Like, does he go ahead of Jericho? Uh, all right. Well, he's ahead of Bulldog for sure. Yeah. I think he's ahead of Dolph. Dolph's, Dolph's resume is really strong. Yeah. I, it's a tough one. I, I mean, because his Austin. So is, is this Austin match better than, better than Jericho's match with them on that show? Um, yeah, yes. But Jericho has the rock match, which is, yeah. again, not their best match, but still very good. Yeah. I think, he's like, I, below, I think he's below Jericho. I think he's below Dolph also. Yeah, I'm all right with that. Because I, I like, bug. yeah, like if I were to put the matches in order, like the Hell in a Cell would be the top one of the ones we're talking about here. Right. But, like, he's one of six. And then I'd have both Adolph's matches before any of the Jericho matches or any of the other Angle matches. Right. All right, Rikishi. <laughs> so, I don't think he does anything before he's Rikishi, right? He's not a sultan no. or anything like that? Okay. No, no. So, 99, he's got that weird match. Was it with Viscera? Hollies. Yeah, and Hollies. It's kind of whatever. 2000, obviously, he's in the Hell in a Cell. Yeah. And that's it. That's it. Okay. He makes this list for going off that cage into the straw. I mean, he's probably near the bottom, right? Right. It's such a great moment. 
Yeah, like I wanted to give him some props because that was pretty crazy, even though it was, I don't know, why was Vince bringing that truck down to ringside? <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> oh, he was going to pull the cage door open, wasn't he? With a flatbed truck? That was the best option? Yeah, I think he was like going to hook it and like pull the cage or something like that. I'm pretty sure. Don't I question me. I wish they would have given like some explanation. Like if they just would have shown him backstage having no other access to any other vehicles. But so like, you you can't pull the, the Usos and Big E? I mean, it's certainly more memorable than anything that they did. Kane? Probably below Kane. Okay. But it, it feels weird. Like, I feel you can't talk about that Hell in a Cell without talking about him. Right. But he's good at nothing else. I mean. Yeah. Uh, Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. All right, so um, aforementioned TLC. The next year against CM Punk in 2013 at the three-on-one beatdown. Then we don't see him against in 2015 where he, he fights Sheamus. This, he loses to Sheamus here, and he wins the title on Raw, right? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. after the match, he beats the shit out of uh, Vince and Stephanie or whatever the fuck he does. That was a pretty big moment, but the match was disappointing. 2016, a really boring match with Owens. 2019, he's in that feud with Baron Corbin forever. Mm-hmm. And this is a terrible match. And then in 2020, um, he's got the Thunderdome great match with Owens. Yeah, so. I mean, he's got a, Baron, he's, it's like Drew and Rollins and those guys, right? Yeah, I mean, he's got to be higher than them. Owens? Yeah, higher than both. I mean, Bulldog probably, right? He's got two. Bulldog's only got one. Yeah. Kurt? He has two, and Kurt only has one. Mm. Dolph? No, I think Dolph is better. You got a big Dolph love affair going on here. I know. Like, it's just a weird, it's such a weird resume he has. But, like, right. it's like he's just hitting on everything here for some reason. All right, Ambrose. Oh, is that who's next? Yep. <laughs> okay, Dean Ambrose. I mean, it's it's a super similar um it's similar to everybody we've talked about. He's got the TLC in 2012. He's got the Punk three-on-one uh, beatdown in 13. He's got a fucking boring match with Bray Wyatt in 2014. This was two months after the hologram incident. Very good match with Owens in 2015. A really good match with AJ Styles in 2016 for the championship. And then the terrible match with Rollins. So it's like highs and lows with Ambrose. Right. Kind of like a cane. He seems to have a bit more than mm. a bit more consistency than Reigns. Little Reigns has a better match, like the Owens match is better than like any of Ambrose's secondary matches. Right. Ah, uh, but Ambrose has the Wyatt and Rollins shit too. I don't know. So he, he's got to be ahead of Kurt. You haven't had a Kurt and Reigns? No, I don't. Him and Reigns, I think, is really close. 
But I think Reigns probably toughs it out because he's got the Owens match. Right. All right, what about my man, D-Bry? D-Bry. Is he in your Fab Five or whatever it is? <coughs> my Fab Five, cool. That's it. Uh, solid resume. So in 2011, he's not on the show proper, but he cashes in and wins the World Heavyweight title after Big Show beats Henry. Yep. That's fun. 2012, he's in the TLC. He's the last guy we have to talk about in that TLC. 13, he's got the handicap match against the Wyatts. On the show where they just did a bunch of handicap matches. Mm-hmm. And then in 2018, he's got a very disappointing, yet still very good match with AJ Styles. Right. And I find that match and their feud gets more disappointing when you're seeing the work that Brian's doing in AEW. Right. It's like, oh, maybe he couldn't go anymore. Oh, no, no, no. He can still go. <laughs> yeah, like, what is it? Is AJ just can't go, maybe? You know, I think AJ, I don't want to say AJ's been bad, but I think since 2018, I think since 2017, he's been a bit under the radar disappointing. I think he's just got old. (laughs) Yeah. Just lost his fastball a bit, you know? Yeah. And like, I mean, like, I don't want to shit on AJ Styles, but like, look, Mm. that match with Daniel Bryan, I have it three and three quarter stars, which is, I'll watch it right now, you know, and I'll love it. But, you know, when you see Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles, you're not expecting Mm. that. No, you're thinking close to five. Yeah. And it's a shame because that 18 was his big year with the belt. We had it almost the whole year, right? Right. So, but whatever. Um, so Brian's like, I don't think he's, I don't think he's near the shield guys. Like, I think he's probably, we're, we're probably in the angle Davy boy Owens. What do you think? Yeah. I guess the title win probably puts him above Bulldog. And the TLC and the Hell in the Cell are kind of similar in that, like, it's one of, like, five or six guys, right? Right. Below, above Angle. I think his resume is a bit better than Angle's. All right, so below Ambrose? Yeah, I think that's fair. Okay. All right, Triple H. Oh, the game. So 96, he's not. Or is he fake gold dust? 95, my friend. Oh, 95, right, the hog pen. Yeah. <laughs> Which is actually okay. Um, 96, is that? Or is gold? There's that marrow. It's marrow. I always get that. Yeah, right, him and marrow. Gold dust comes out, right? That's the yes. whole thing. All right. Uh, 97, he's hurt. Nope. Oh, Slaughter, that's right. The yeah. big bazooka. It's it's insane to me that, like, okay, look at, like, if we stopped his career here, right? 95 Godwin, 96 Miro, 97 Slaughter, all not very good matches. No. You would never imagine this guy becoming who he became. And Slaughter, that's such a long match, too. Yeah. 98. Hurt. He's hurt for that, right? Yeah. yeah. 99 is Vince. That's another long match that didn't need to be that long. Too long. 2000, he's in the cell. Yeah. A one, he's hurt. O two, Sean. Yeah. O three is Goldberg and Kane. Yep. And is that it? Other than the TLC? 
No, no, here we go. 07, oh. he fights uh, Jeff Hardy in a good oh, match. Oh, right. Yeah, that's good, yeah. Oh, 08, he's got the triple threat with Hardy and Edge. That's where Hardy wins the title, right? Yes, yep. Yeah, that's, a, that's really good. That's 09, uh, Jericho. And sadly, we have to end in 2011, my friend. Oh, God. Yeah, so. Sledgehammer above the ring ladder match with Kevin Nash. Which I went one and a half on. No, no, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I went three quarters of a star. I went one. So we're we're very close. Terrible match. I think he's at the bottom of that. But But I do feel bad because the Hardy stuff is really good. And the cell is very good. And he is very important in that match, too. Right. But the rest, you know, between Slaughter, the Vince, that's like a half hour. Michaels, Goldberg, Kane. Yep. And yep. Nash. Yep. I, I, yeah, we could put him at the bottom. Because <laughs> it's okay. not like he has a five-star match to prop him up. Right. All right. Rock. The Rock is next. Um. 97. I know he's back. Oh, yeah, it's uh, Austin, right? So, yeah, that's it's fun. a big that's match. A really... Yeah, it's fun. Not much going on, but it's fun. That's what the, yeah, the belt and all that's on the line. Is that D-Lo in the truck? Yes, it is. Yeah. That's great. The pager, the belt in the off the bridge. Yeah. <laughs> like I told you already, they were going to have, like, crazy chemistry just right there in that moment. Yeah. Like, it was just such a good snapshot of chaos. All right, 98 is Mankind. That's that's okay, that one. Yeah, but the least of their matches, probably. Yeah. 99. Is that with Foley against Snow? It's the Outlaws. Oh, the Outlaws, right. Okay. Yeah. And then 2000, he's in the cell. Yeah, and then... And then 01 with Jericho. Yeah. That's it. That's it. It's a good resume. Yeah. Um. And there was a pay-per-view named after him in December. Correct. Rock bottom. Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying, looking at the list. I, where do you have him versus Angle? Oh, ahead, ahead. I think he's in. I think he's in the Jericho Ziggler conversation. Right. So compare him to Jericho for me. The more we keep coming back to Jericho, the more I think Ziggler should be ahead of him. Right. Um, I mean, look, if you cancel out, if you cancel out um, the Hell in a Cell for, because uh, if you, sorry, if you cancel out the 2001 match with Rock and Jericho, Rock's still in the Hell in a Cell, and then he's got the match with Austin, the Foley stuff, and the Outlaws, which to me, nothing's bad. You're comparing that to the China match and the John Cena match from 08 and the Trish Lita stuff. Right. That's the comparison. I feel like Rock feels more important than Jericho. Yeah. I mean, Jericho's living on that beating Austin and Rock, but without Rock being Rock, <laughs> yeah. you know, he's not beating the Rock, right? So, yeah. So, what do you have, would you want to move Dolph, though? I think I want to move Dolph ahead of Jericho, but below Rock. You know, it's 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 way closer than it should be. Right. Right. Because, like, look, if we just go off scores, right, I think Jericho 
Jericho Rock is is at least equal to Cena TLC. Right. I think they're 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 pretty close, right? Then the Hell in the Cell I have better than the ladder match with Luke Harper, but I have it like a quarter star better. And Ziggler's in a one-on-one match versus The Rock being in there with five other guys, right? Yep. And then the rest of their resumes kind of like lock up pretty well. Like Ziggler for me has like three three and a half star matches in a three and rock has like a three and a half and two threes but the rocks matches are all way more important so maybe the rock goes ahead this isn't fair to dolph in any way i just can't imagine putting him above the rock <laughs> i know like, like it's just hard to like and rock doesn't have any stinkers it's not like on a, like it, it's just yeah like you yeah, had to tell me all the Dolph matches, and that and that's not just because I'm shaky with the new stuff, right? It's no. Even when you tell me them, I'm still not like I'm like all right. <laughs> I'm sure you remember. Do you remember the? I'm sure you remember the ladder match. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's the Cena match is kind of the forgotten gem because that ended up main eventing the show because Punk got hurt. It was supposed to be Punk and somebody, and then he got hurt, and so it ended up being Cena and Dolph in the main event. Right. Then the Ryder stuff is cool too, but I, I just think the Rock is too important. The match with Jericho is great. The Hell in the Cell is great. The Austin stuff is super fun. Like the the low point is the New Age Outlaws, and that's good. So right, yeah, I think I'm okay with the Rock. I hadn't. All right, John Cena. Yeah, Johnny boy. Oh four is that Jesus? Yes, it is. <laughs> That's the uh, revenge for the stabbing. Yeah, that's all right. Oh five, uh, SmackDown, so he's not there, correct? Oh six, he makes the visit. <laughs> him and uh, him and Batista against like Finley and Booker or whatever. And it's nothing. <laughs> yeah, throwaway. Oh seven, he's hurt. Oh eight is Jericho. Yeah, that's very good. Yeah. Oh nine, uh, he fights Sheamus in a ladder match. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Uh, 2010, the the interminable feud with Wade Barrett, where like he was fired, then he wasn't oh, fired. Is that's where he dumped? That's where he dumps all the chairs on him at the end, right? Right. Terrible. Uh, 12. Um, he's not at 11. Uh, 12. Um, that's why Punk was able to main event 2011. <laughs> Cena wasn't there. Uh, 2012 has got the match with Dolph with, that I've talked up a lot. 13 boring match oh, that's the unification yeah. match and 14 subpar match with rollins yeah i mean i don't i don't see terrible much of a case here besides the Dolph match i guess yeah i mean below rollins probably below punk yeah they had a kingston yeah with that. All right, let's go one on one with the Undertaker. Here we go again with the Undertaker. Always. So ninety five yeah. and ninety six. He's not at right. No, he's oh, at both. He's right. ninety five is Mabel. Yeah, terrible. I don't know why I talk before I think. Um, yeah, that's bad. And ninety six is Executioner. Also bad. Yeah, yeah. Ninety seven is Jarrett, which is nothing. What did what did it? A weird match. To, I know, right? To pop and, up. Like, that's Jared's big return. It, it, the whole thing's odd. 
98 is, uh, I mean, whatever, serviceable with Austin, I guess, at this point. It's long. They have much better matches. Yeah. And much worse. Uh, 99, he is hurt. Yeah. 2000, he's in the cell. How many guys are in that cell? I keep naming them all. Uh, 2000, he's in the cell. 01 is a fun match with RVD. I, I like that a lot, actually. Yep. 02, is, he, uh, is that Tess? No. no. Albert? He's not there. Okay. Not in 02 and 03. All right. 04, he's uh, against, uh, he's in that four away, right? Yeah, and it's good. Yeah, Booker, JBL. Eddie, and JBL. Yep. 05 is Kennedy. No, it's Orton. And it's very Orton. good. Yes, that's right. I was there at the cell. 06 is Kennedy. Yes, that's less good. Yeah. yeah. No, I do like 05. I do like the cell. Uh, what's he got from there? 07, he's got a triple threat with Edge and Batista. Or was he teaming with somebody? No, the triple there sounds right because they were having a kind of a three-way feud. I think that's right. And Isn't then 09. Does he win the title of that? That that era is so like. Well, turn into the place be podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah Edge, a, does, Edge wins the title from Batista. Yeah, it's only 13 minutes. Uh, and then on 09, he's got a good match with Batista. Typical uh, Undertaker affair, but without anything huge to kind of buoy it. Right. I mean, he's important to the Hell in a Cell. All right, where do you put him versus Kane? They're they're close. <laughs> but, like, like, look, I think you can, like, you wash away. I mean, you can almost wash away the Cell and the TLC. Right. And then the cage match will kind of like wash away the RVD match. That fucking Maple Executioner Double J buried alive stretch is rough. Yeah. And Kane's got the Batista in 02, Triple H Goldberg, MVP in the Inferno match. Buy back in 2014. Undertaker's got the Orton stuff, which is good. Edge and Batista, which is very good. Batista, which is good. Yeah, they're probably really close. Mm. Maybe we give Undertaker the nod. Yeah. How about above Ryback? Yeah, we could put him above Ryback, too. Kofi? Yeah. Cena? Below, below Cena? Why? I don't know, because it feels right. He's got <laughs> some shit, too. Yeah, maybe above Cena. Does he go above Punk? I think Punk is consistently good. Right. Maybe yeah, below Punk. I think that's good. I mean, tough 20 <laughs> as of now. It's yeah. not bad. Okay. Uh, Brett the Hitman Hot. So, Ooh. 95, he's got the great match with... British Bulldog we've talked about. 96, yeah. an okay match with Psycho Sid. Yeah. And is that it? That's it. All right. So, versus, I mean, he's head of Bulldog, right? Yeah. Below Kurt? I think, he, I, I think he goes below Kurt. Yeah. Anyway, so, I think him and Bulldog together there makes sense because they both have yeah. something great. And then he, Bulldog's got kind of two stinkers and Brett's got like a solid. Yeah. You know who had a better match with Sid? Shawn Michaels. Psycho Sid? Was it? Stone Cold Steve Austin. 96, he uh, attacks British Bulldog. Right. 97, he's got the match with The Rock. 98, he's got the Buried Alive. 
99. It's hurt. It's hurt. 2000. No, he's, he's, yeah, he's not hurt. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's right. He goes out, sorry, 2000, he's in the cell. And 01, yeah. he's got Jericho. And Angle. And Angle. Yeah. All right, so where is he versus Angle? Um, I think, I mean, they're very similar. I think he probably gets the um he probably beats angle on the rock match right and he's got the jericho match but yeah right so he's got two all right how yeah. about brian brian's in that so the tlc i think brian probably hasn't beat Because Brian's got the match with Styles, and it's just disappointing. He's got the match with the Wyatts, which is really good. He's got the cash-in, and he's got the TLC. All right. Like I, like Brett Bulldog, I think Austin and Angle paired together makes sense. Yeah. But you just feel Rock has more than Austin? Well, yeah, Rock doesn't have the um, the last man uh, – not the last man – the Buried Alive, which I don't think is very good. Right. Um, and then, like, he doesn't uh, – um, Austin also doesn't have that second four-star match. Right. That the Rock like does. The Jericho match, yeah. yeah. All right. Matt Hardy. <laughs> Why did I include him? All right. <laughs> so Matt Hardy, 2000, uh, is, a, is it a trip? It's a triple threat again. No, a triple threat. A six-man tag against the Radicals. Yep. Yeah, which yeah, is very good. That. Yeah, that's right. Oh, one disappointing match with his brother, Jeff. 05 boring match with uh, JBL, but in 06 he fights twice. Like he fights, and he so he's got the four way ladder match. Yeah, at Mercury, where yeah. uh, Dave Taylor gets his. Oh no, not Dave Taylor. What's Mercury. His name? Um, yeah. Mercury, but Dave Taylor's in it, which is strange. Uh, but Joey Mercury gets his face smashed. But he's also got. We we, we the pay per view is terrible. The, um, mm-hmm. the best match member. Sure. Yeah, and it's great. So it's a tag match against Eminem. Uh, and he finishes off with a subpar match against Vladimir Kozlov in 2008. Yeah, so it's really in the strength of that 06 double shot. Yeah. Which he's sharing with three other people. Uh, more than three, because it's a four-way ladder match. All right, so how about like stacking up with like, Ryback and Kane? Yeah, that feels fair. Above that or below fair. those guys. Yeah, and then he's got the stuff with the Radicals, which is good. So do we want to use that to put him above Kane? Yeah, I think it's fine. Above Ryback? Uh, yeah, I think so. Below Kofi. Okay. All right, tell me about The Miz. Nobody beats well, him. He's awesome. <laughs> uh, 2006, he fights the, uh, the Booger Man. <laughs> Terrible match. 2010, he fights Randy Orton. That's he's recently won the title and he's defending against Orton. It's terrible. 2011, uh, the, the aforementioned Punk Del Rio TLC Triple Threat match. 2012, the aforementioned Brooklyn Brawler match. 2013, fine match with Kofi. 14, again with Mizdow against the Usos. 16, good match with Dolph. 19, terrible match with Bray Wyatt. I don't know. Nothing really jumped off the page. <laughs> 19, the one where Bright Wyatt fights him in his like street clothes as like the happy character. I think so. Yeah. 
I hate the Miz. Mm. I mean, I'm sure he's a good person, but like. I mean, it, it really feels like. I think he's at Kane the bottom. Rick, yeah, I mean, I don't think he has anything as bad as the Triple H stuff, so maybe above Triple H. That's fine. Yeah, below below Big E. Sure. All right, AJ Styles. So in 2016, very good match with Dean Ambrose uh, for the championship. 2017, he drags a good match out of Jinder Mahal in the rematch for their title. 2018, the disappointing match with Bryan, but still very good. And then in 2020, the great match with McIntyre. Right. So do you have him up near Drew, you think? I think you probably have him up near Daniel Bryan. Okay. That makes sense to you? Yeah. Get him below or above? Tense. Just below. Okay. All right. Well, I think someone else may be up there. Jeff Hardy? Yeah, you want him to be, but I don't know. Like... So it's similar to, we're going to see, like, I mean, he's going to do better than Matt Hardy. That's for sure. Right. He's got the radical stuff in 2000, the the six person. Oh, one, the disappointing match with Matt. But then we don't see him again till 06. He's got the, he's got the same double shot that Matt Hardy does in 06 with Eminem and then the four way. And obviously it's a ladder match. So he's a focal point of it. 07, a good match with Triple H. And then in 08, he wins the championship uh, against Triple H and Edge in a very good match. Right. Yeah, so he's up there. And above Austin and Angle? Yeah, that feels right. Below AJ? I think he maybe has more. When you factor on those 206s plus the title win. Yeah. Maybe ahead of Brian then, too. Yeah, I think so. Although Brian has a title win, too. Well, it's not just the title win. I think it's the match itself is really yeah. good. Well, the cash in, Brian's, right? Right. Yeah. Um, you go above Ambrose? Ambrose Reigns is your deal. <laughs> you tell me. I think you can put him above Ambrose and Reigns. Okay. Probably stops there, though. Yeah, I like it, though. I think he deserves to be out there, given what he's got. He gets no love. Like, I mean, like, people like him, but, like, you know, one of the greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You don't have to convince me. John Morrison. Oh, five uh, with uh, Mercury fights the Mexicools. Mm-hmm. Then you get the double shot, a ladder match. That we keep talking about with the Hardys, but he's part of Eminem and he's he's an yep. important part of those. Then in 09, he fights Drew McIntyre, good match. And in 2010, he's got a really good match with Sheamus. That's they had this really sneaky little great feud mm. in, in in late 2010. Um, and I really like that that match. And that's the end of his uh resume. Okay. So where is he versus like the Austin Angle Brett Bulldog stuff for you? 
I mean, they all feel way more important than him. Right. How about Owens? Probably ahead of Owens. I think. Yeah. Based on. Yep. The double shot and then the the Sheamus match is really good. Right. Like I know 2010 is kind of looked at as like the one of the is the worst year ever. But when you get towards the end of it, it actually there's there's some there's a lot of promise. Like you get the Seamus Morrison feud, which is really interesting. You get Daniel Bryan showing up. Like there's there's some really hints of like, oh, okay, the promotion's about to get hot kind of thing. Right. All right, last up, certainly not least, Luke Harper. <laughs> Fitting he's the last guy we talk about in this project. Mm-hmm. Um 2013, it's the Wyatts against Daniel Bryan. It's very good. 2014, great ladder match with Dolph. 2015, it's like the Wyatts against the ECW guys. Right. Such a strange match, but it's good. And then it's um, 2017 with uh, Harper again. He fights Brizango. And that's nothing. I think they just squashed them. Okay. So it's on the strength of the ladder match. I kind of feel like we're looking below Morrison. Yeah, I agree. Because these are kind of the big one match guys. Owens, McIntyre, yeah. Rollins, Punk. Yeah. And I think maybe below Owens too, because at least all of Owens' stuff is in one-on-one matches for the most part. Right. Probably below Rollins also. Punk. No, Punk. Yeah, probably below Punk. Taker. He has none of the bad that Taker has. Right. It stops there. Yeah, I think it's fine. That puts Taker at 20, which feels right. All right, any qualms at the top? Are you good? You want to make any final arguments? No, I think I've argued enough for Ziggler, so. Okay. All right. Well, before we do our reveal really quickly, just make sure you listen to everything in North-South Connection. Uh, as I mentioned, we have, obviously have a couple of shows on hiatus, but other ones are really stepping up and filling in. We've had some great content dropping lately. Some new stuff, some different stuff uh, each and every day, whether it's, you know, covering chronological deep dive wrestling, whether it's potpourri type topics, stuff like this, we do like kind of lists and exercises. I got my mailbag also debuted a brand new show last week called behind the cover, uh, behind the uh, connection. We're going to be talking to various friends and acquaintances and even beyond that uh, about wrestling fandom, kind of just have a little fireside chat for about 45 minutes to an hour. Just kind of talk about their history as a wrestling fan as we go through. So the first one was with our friend Rocco Martone. I thought it was a ton of fun. He's a great, interesting guy. Uh, so look forward to doing more of those for sure, too. Aaron, anything you want to hit on North South? No, just check out all the great work that everybody's doing. Everybody's working super hard, trying to pump out this contact, this contact, this content. And it's all top notch and it deserves your ears. And if you want to try a new show you never tried before, give it a chance. You won't be disappointed. For sure. So follow us on social media, Facebook.com. North South Connection. Subscribe on any podcatcher app. Be sure to rate and review us as well. All right, let's read down these top 29, Aaron. Yeah, so number 29, The Game, Triple H. Number 28, The Miz. 27, Big E. 26, The Usos. Number 25, Rakishi. 
Pretty fitting that they're back to back there. Yeah. Uh, 24, Kane. 23, Ryback. 22, Matt Hardy. 21, Kofi Kingston. Number 20, John Cena. 19, The Undertaker. Number 18, Luke Harper. Number 17, CM Punk. Number 16, Seth Rollins. Number 15, Drew McIntyre. Number 14, Kevin Owens. 14, John Morrison. Number 12, the British Bulldog, Davey Boy Smith. Number 11, Bret Hart. And number 10, Shawn Michaels. <laughs> Kick off our top 10 at 10 is Kurt Angle. <laughs> number 9, Steve Austin. Number 8, AJ Styles. Number 7, Daniel Bryan. Number 16, Ambrose. Number 5, Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. Number four, the charismatic enigma, Jeff Hardy. Number three, Mr. Y2J, Chris Jericho. Number two, Dolph Ziggler. And number one, when I think it's fitting that like this guy finally gets a number one, mm-hmm. The Rock. That is his first number one. So we end with three Shawn Michaels and nine uh, different number ones behind him. Yeah. So, and we're going to do a little wrap up show in a couple weeks here. On Noel's Bard as well, so we'll kind of dig into some of the results and numbers in more detail to put a bow on the project. Yeah, exactly. All right, so continue to listen. We appreciate all the support all throughout this year on this project. We'll be talking about our next project we have planned for 2022 to hit our monthly topic, and we'll cover that when we do kind of the wrap-up of this project uh, later this month. So Dookie's been dropped. Everyone take care. Have a safe and healthy, healthy, happy holiday season. Doop-de-doop. Doop-doop. Goodbye. Bye, Jackass. Doop-de-doop.